0: Welcome to day one of week eight of the daily bible reading. Today we're reading in Leviticus chapters 8 through 11, Psalm 110, and Hebrews chapter 4. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are so grateful that you have prepared a place for us, that you have prepared resting for us, so that when we finish here, we know that We have eternity with you to look forward to. But we know, Father, that that is only for those who have faith in you, who obey you. And we pray that you would help us to build our faith. As we read today, help us to increase in our faith and in our commitment to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin the reading in Leviticus chapter 8. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the doorway of the tent of meeting. So Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. When the congregation was assembled at the doorway of the tent of meeting, Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded to do. Then Moses had Aaron and his sons come near, and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, and girded him with the sash, and clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod on him. And he girded him with the artistic band of the ephod, with which he tied it to him. He then placed the breastpiece on him, and in the breastpiece he put the urim and the thummim. He also placed the turban on his head, and on the turban at its front he placed the golden plate, the holy crown, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses then took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them. He sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its utensils and the basin and its stand to consecrate them. Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Next Moses had Aaron's sons come near, and clothed them with tunics, and girded them with sashes, and bound caps on them, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he brought the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. Next Moses slaughtered it, and took the blood, and with his finger put some of it around on the horns of the altar, and purified the altar." Then he poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar, and consecrated it, to make atonement for it. He also took all the fat that was on the entrails, and the lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and their fat, and Moses offered it up in smoke on the altar. But the bull, and its hide, and its flesh, and its refuse, he burned in the fire outside the camp, just as the Lord had commanded Moses." Then he presented the ram of the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and sprinkled the blood around on the altar. When he had cut the ram into its pieces, Moses offered up the head and the pieces and the suet in smoke. After he had washed the entrails and the legs with water, Moses offered up the whole ram in smoke on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a soothing aroma It was an offering by fire to the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he presented the second ram, the ram of ordination, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot, He also had Aaron's sons come near, and Moses put some of the blood on the lobe of their right ear and on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot. Moses then sprinkled the rest of the blood around on the altar. He took the fat and the fat tail and all the fat that was on the entrails and the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and the right thigh— From the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake and one cake of bread mixed with oil and one wafer, and placed them on the portions of fat and on the right thigh. He then put all these on the hands of Aaron and on the hands of his sons, and presented them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then Moses took them from their hands and offered them up in smoke on the altar with the burnt offering. They were an ordination offering for a soothing aroma. It was an offering by fire to the Lord. Moses also took the breast and presented it for a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses' portion of the ram of ordination, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him, And he consecrated Aaron his garments and his sons, and the garments of his sons with him. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the doorway of the tent of meeting, and eat it there together with the bread which is in the basket of the ordination offering, just as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. The remainder of the flesh and of the bread you shall burn in the fire. You shall not go outside the doorway of the tent of meeting for seven days." until the day that the period of your ordination is fulfilled, for he will ordain you through seven days. The Lord has commanded to do as has been done this day, to make atonement on your behalf. At the doorway of the tent of meeting, moreover, you shall remain day and night for seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, so that you will not die. For so I have been commanded. Thus Aaron and his sons did all the things which the Lord had commanded through Moses. Chapter 9. Now it came about on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said to Aaron, Take for yourself a calf, a bull, for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering, both without defect, and offer them before the Lord. Then to the sons of Israel you shall speak, saying, Take a male goat for a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both one year old, without defect, for a burnt offering and an ox and a ram for peace offerings, to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, for today the Lord will appear to you. So they took what Moses had commanded to the front of the tent of meeting, and the whole congregation came near and stood before the Lord. Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded you to do, that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Moses then said to Aaron, Come near to the altar and offer your sin offering and your burnt offering, that you may make atonement for yourself and for the people. Then make the offering for the people, that you may make atonement for them, just as the Lord has commanded. So Aaron came near to the altar and slaughtered the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put some on the horns of the altar and poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. The fat and the kidneys and the lobe of the liver of the sin offering he then offered up in smoke on the altar, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The flesh and the skin, however, he burned with fire outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons handed the blood to him, and he sprinkled it around on the altar. They handed the burnt offering to him in pieces with the head, and he offered them up in smoke on the altar." He also washed the entrails and the legs, and offered them up in smoke with the burnt offering on the altar. Then he presented the people's offering, and took the goat of the sin offering, which was for the people, and slaughtered it, and offered it for sin like the first. He also presented the burnt offering, and offered it according to the ordinance. Next he presented the grain offering, and filled his hand with some of it, and offered it up in smoke on the altar, besides the burnt offering of the morning." Then he slaughtered the ox and the ram, the sacrifice of peace offerings which was for the people, and Aaron's sons handed the blood to him, and he sprinkled it around on the altar. As for the portions of fat from the ox and from the ram, the fat tail and the fat covering and the kidneys and the lobe of the liver, they now placed the portions of fat on the breasts, and he offered them up in smoke on the altar." But the breasts and the right thigh Aaron presented as a wave offering before the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. Then Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them, and he stepped down after making the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offerings. Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting. When they came out and blessed the people, the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people." Then fire came out from before the Lord, and consumed the burnt offering and the portions of fat on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Chapter 10 Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective firepans, and after putting fire in them, placed incense on it, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, It is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me I will be treated as holy, and before all the people I will be honored. So Aaron therefore kept silent. Moses called also to Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle Uzziel, and said to them, Come forward, carry your relatives away from the front of the sanctuary to the outside of the camp. So they came forward and carried them still in their tunics to the outside of the camp, as Moses had said. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not uncover your heads, nor tear your clothes, so that you will not die, and that he will not become wrathful against all the congregation. But your kinsmen, the whole house of Israel, shall bewail the burning which the Lord has brought about. You shall not even go out from the doorway of the tent of meeting, or you will die, for the Lord's anointing oil is upon you. So they did according to the word of Moses. The Lord then spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or strong drink, neither you nor your sons with you, when you come into the tent of meeting, so that you will not die. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations, and so as to make a distinction between the holy and the profane and between the unclean and the clean, and so as to teach the sons of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. Then Moses spoke to Aaron and to his surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Take the grain offering that is left over from the Lord's offerings by fire, and eat it unleavened beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it moreover in a holy place, because it is your due and your sons' due out of the Lord's offering by fire. For thus I have been commanded. The breast of the wave offering, however, and the thigh of the offering, you may eat in a clean place, you and your sons and your daughters with you. For they have been given as your due and your sons' due out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the sons of Israel." the thigh offered by lifting up, and the breast offered by waving, they shall bring along with the offerings by fire of the portions of fat to present as a wave offering before the Lord. So it shall be a thing perpetually do you and your sons with you, just as the Lord has commanded. But Moses searched carefully for the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it had been burned up. So he was angry with Aaron's surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, saying, Why did you not eat the sin offering at the holy place? For it is most holy, and he gave it to you to bear away the guilt of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, since its blood has not been brought inside into the sanctuary, you should certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary just as I commanded. But Aaron spoke to Moses, Behold, this very day they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. When things like these happen to me, if I had eaten a sin offering today, would it have been good in the sight of the Lord? When Moses heard that, it seemed good in his sight. Chapter 11 The Lord spoke again to Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the creatures which you may eat from all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever divides a hoof, thus making split hoofs, and choose the cud, among the animals, that you may eat. Nevertheless, you are not to eat of these, among those who chew the cud, or among those who divide the hoof, the camel, for though it chews the cud, it does not divide the hoof, it is unclean to you. Likewise, the chaffin, for though it chews cud, it does not divide the hoof, it is unclean to you. The rabbit also, for though it chews cud, it does not divide the hoof, it is unclean to you. And the pig, for though it divides the hoof, thus making a split hoof, it does not chew cud, it is unclean to you. You shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their carcasses, they are unclean to you. These you may eat, whatever is in the water. All that have fins and scales, those in the water, in the seas or in the rivers, you may eat. But whatever is in the seas and in the rivers, that does not have fins and scales among all the teeming life of the water... And among all the living creatures that are in the water, they are detestable things to you, and they shall be abhorrent to you. You may not eat of their flesh, and their carcasses you shall detest. Whatever in the water does not have fins and scales is abhorrent to you. These, moreover, you shall detest among the birds. They are abhorrent not to be eaten. The eagle, and the vulture, and the buzzard, and the kite, and the falcon of its kind, every raven in its kind, and the ostrich, and the owl, and the seagull, and the hawk in its kind, and the little owl, and the cormorant, and the great owl, and the white owl, and the pelican, and the carrion vulture, and the stork, the heron in its kinds, and the hoopoe, and the bat. All the winged insects that walk on all fours are detestable to you. Yet these you may eat among all the winged insects which walk on all fours, Those which have above their feet jointed legs with which to jump on the earth, these of them you may eat, the locust in its kinds, and the devastating locust in its kinds, and the cricket in its kinds, and the grasshopper in its kinds. But all other winged insects which are four-footed are detestable to you. By these, moreover, you will be made unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses becomes unclean until evening, And whoever picks up any of their carcasses shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Concerning all the animals which divide the hoof but do not make a split hoof, or which do not chew cud, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches them becomes unclean. Also, whatever walks on its paws, among all the creatures that walk on all fours, are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcasses becomes unclean until evening. And the one who picks up their carcasses shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. They are unclean to you. Now these are to you the unclean things among the swarming things which swarm on the earth, the mole and the mouse and the great lizard in its kinds, and the gecko and the crocodile and the lizard and the sand reptile and the chameleon. These are to you the unclean among all the swarming things. Whoever touches them when they are dead becomes unclean until evening. Also anything on which one of them may fall when they are dead becomes unclean, including any wooden article, or clothing, or a skin, or a sack, any article of which use is made, it shall be put in the water and be unclean until evening, then it becomes clean. As for any earthenware vessel into which one of them may fall, whatever is in it becomes unclean, and you shall break the vessel." Any of the food which may be eaten, on which water comes, shall become unclean. And any liquid which may be drunk in every vessel shall become unclean. Everything, moreover, on which part of their carcass may fall becomes unclean. An oven or a stove shall be smashed. They are unclean and shall continue as unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern collecting water shall be clean, though the one who touches their carcass shall be unclean. If a part of their carcass falls on any seed for sowing which is to be sown, it is clean. Though if water is put on the seed and a part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. Also, if one of the animals dies which you have for food, the one who touches its carcass becomes unclean until evening. He too who eats some of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening, and the one who picks up its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Now every swarming thing that swarms on the earth is detestable, not to be eaten. Whatever crawls on its belly, and whatever walks on all fours, whatever has many feet, in respect to every swarming thing that swarms on the earth, you shall not eat them, for they are detestable. Do not render yourselves detestable through any of the swarming things that swarm, and you shall not make yourselves unclean with them, so that you become unclean. For I am the Lord your God." Consecrate yourselves therefore and be holy, for I am holy. And you shall not make yourselves unclean with any of the swarming things that swarm on the earth. For I am the Lord who brought you up from the land of Egypt to be your God. Thus you shall be holy, for I am holy. This is the law regarding the animal and the bird and every living thing that moves in the waters and everything that swarms on the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean and between the edible creature and the creature which is not to be eaten. Now let's read Psalm 110, a Psalm of David. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will stretch forth your strong scepter from Zion, saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power, In holy array, from the womb of the dawn, your youth are to you as the dew. The Lord has sworn, and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings in the day of his wrath. He will judge among the nations. He will fill them with corpses. He will shatter the chief men over a broad country. He will drink from the brook by the wayside. Therefore he will lift up his head. And now let's read Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore let us fear, if, while a promise remains of entering his rest, any one of you may seem to have come short of it. For indeed we have had good news preached to us, just as they also. But the word they heard did not profit them, because it was not united by faith in those who heard. For we who have believed enter that rest, just as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has said somewhere concerning the seventh day, And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage, They shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly had good news preached to them failed to enter because of disobedience, he again fixes a certain day, today, saying through David after so long a time, just as has been said before, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day after that, For there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. Therefore let us be diligent to enter that rest, so that no one will fall, through following the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.